I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name, it's a fish. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. But, as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart! Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah! Ah! Paul Rubens. Ah! With Rutger Hauer and Luke Perry. Buffy, you're not like other girls. Ah! Yes, I am. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. Alright, what is going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And of course, I am Johnny. And I'm Randy. And today is July 22nd. And we have another anniversary. It is the 30th year, 30th anniversary of the 1992 horror comedy film Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And this thing was 90s through and through. Oh yeah. Like, I didn't realize how bad <laughs> 90s through and through. I haven't seen this film in years. I always liked it. But I haven't seen it in years, man. I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched this movie. But uh, last week, or the other week, was our last episode was... You don't know when it was. Right. That was our 50th episode. 50th episode. And... Of the show. I was going to bring this up. Uh, you never mentioned anything about... On our episode, The Thing, where you were talking about uh, you hated how it ended. Mm-hmm. And you were like, it just cut off. Like, I said, what you want to do? Cut off mid-sentence? And then at the end of the, our podcast, you know, I edit these together. It was like... You did uh, it, didn't you? Yeah, it goes, stay scared. No, you hear it. Stay spook. And it just cut you off. Oh, and- <laughs> you go figure. See, that just goes to show you which one of us actually listened to the episodes. I have to listen to them to make sure everything sounds decent. You get to edit them together, so you get to do what you want to with them. Right. Lord. But anyway, eh. I gotta say, I'm gonna be bragging again. Here you go. Oh, yeah. Lord. You heard me talk about it on our last episode, Did about you? the Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> I'm the, gonna go poop. <laughs> Joe Bob's Jamboree uh, convention in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, me and my daughters went. And we had a blast. Yeah, the the pictures looked like you guys had a lot of fun. It, it was, and uh, I think I'm going to post some of them on our social media, but I got to say, it was actually really cool. This is the second time I've met Joe Bob, and the first time I met him was in April, and I was so nervous talking to the guy that I didn't even bring up anything. I was just like, how you doing, sir? It's a pleasure meeting you. That was it. This time, I actually stopped and told him, hey, look, I want to let you know I appreciate all the years of you entertaining us. And told him that I used to watch it when I was uh, younger in school. And told him that he was kind of a 
a big deal for me, like especially an inspiration to do this small town horror podcast. So, so the first time you're starstruck. Yeah, but that, here's what's weird. I've never been starstruck with nobody. Dude, I've met Robert England. Walked right up to him, talked to him like he was a normal dude, which he is, you know. I mean, but technically. Kane Hodder. Talked to him like nothing. Ken Kersinger. Uh, Mick Foley. I mean, you name all these people that I've met. Mm-hmm. And the only one that I was ever intimidated intimidated to talk to was Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding. Because he had a presence about himself. <laughs> but, I mean, but when I went and talked to him, like I had to work myself up and I was able to talk to him though. And then once I met him the first time, cool dude. But for, for some reason, I guess because Joe Bob, because I've grew up with him, watching yeah. him so long, I was like... Well, maybe it's because he's just as tall as you are while he's sitting down. Yes, and that could be another thing. I mean, because I noticed in that picture, this, I swear this dude is six foot tall sitting down. Oh, he, yeah, he's, he's a big old guy. But anyway, that being said... Uh, I'm hoping they start doing that Joe Bob's Jamboree every year in Memphis because I'll be there because it was a blast. But, Randy. No. It's been all these years. <clears throat> Did Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Did it... Uh, how, how, was it too much for you? Too much 90s? Or did you enjoy the film? Or it what? was a lot of 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, And, and I've, I've learned... When we're doing these reviews, that I have to take into consideration when these movies came out, right? Especially with the older movies, like your seventies and your eighties and stuff like that. <clears throat> I don't know. This one's I got. I guess this one's different because it's actually uh, it came out when I was little. Yeah, ninety two. So I would oh, crap. How old was I? Six when this movie came out. I don't know. I, I guess you don't realize how cheesy something is until you go back and watch it after so many years, right? But, I mean, that's just how it's it's going. But, yeah, it was very, like, 90s. Like, I thought it was a, a movie adaptation of uh, Saved by the Bell for a minute. Well, you know what's funny is, <clears throat> as we were sitting there watching it this time, there was parts that, like, as soon as it started happening, I, I could quote it. Yeah. And I was like, man, I haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years, but... I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it because it made me laugh. Which, it, it, there are there are two scenes in this movie that I remember above anything else. Uh huh. It's David Arquette flying at the dot guy's window. Yeah. And then it's uh, um, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Dying. <laughs> Those are the two things that I, I remember the most. Yeah. But it, it's I don't know. Like I said, uh, hadn't seen it so many years and. We actually watched a movie that your wife actually... She didn't watch, like, sit down and keep attention, yeah. but... Well, it's because I told her. She said, well, I ain't... Because she don't like scary movies. So she said, what scary movie y'all doing? And I said, we ain't watching no scary movie. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And it's really not a scary movie. No. But I reckon, there's no aspect of horror in it whatsoever. Yeah. Say, I disagree. Like... I disagree. Like, what? Like, horror... Not, not comedy horror, but horror in general. I mean, it's listed as a horror comedy. Yeah. But, I mean, other than vampires, I don't see anything in this movie horror. But they're biting people's necks, getting stabbed in the chest. I did that on Fifty Shades of Grey, too, apparently. Arms are falling off. <laughs> People coming out of graves. It, it, okay. It is cheesy horror. But it's technically horror. I mean, te- technically, yes. If you want to you know, get technical. But the first time she staked the dude in the back, there was no blood. It looked like they sprayed Kool-Aid on the end of that steak. There wasn't no blood. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. It's just like I don't know. I mean, it wasn't bad, right? By no means. It was. It's. It, I don't want to get my review yet. Okay. So. Well, then, it's uh, just getting close to me getting right. a review on it, and I'm like, no, don't do it yet. Well, uh, <clears throat> if you want to, why don't you go ahead and read the cast, and then you can read the summary. I don't want to. These people don't like me. <laughs> All right. You got Christy Swanson, who plays Buffy Summers. Beautiful Buffy, woman. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, she was. She was. She still is. I mean, I don't know. i never seen her now. She's right there in front of you. She kind of looks like a uh, uh, old girl from Beverly Hillbillies. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You got Donald. Donald. Donald Sutherland plays Merrick. Great actor. Love Donald Sutherland. Paul Rubens is Amelin. Rutger Hayor plays Lothos. Hilary Swank is Kimberly, which I didn't register that she was actually in the movie. We got Luke Perry playing Pike. David Arquette plays Benny. Michelle Abrams plays Jentifer. Thomas Jane plays Ziff. And uh, you got Sasha Jensen as Grueler. We have Andrew Lowry as Andy. Steven Root plays Gary Murray. And I, I'm going to say that's probably about it. Like that you guys was worried about anyway. Yeah, what, uh, her boyfriend's on there. Jeffrey. Uh, let's see where he is at. Sure, why not? There he is. Oh, Randall Battenkoff. Plays Jeffrey. Plays Jeffrey. Yeah. And, and then uh, Ricky Lake's in it too. But she's in it for all of like 15 seconds. Hey, and uh, so was uh, Ben Affleck. Just, he's oh, in yeah. it for like less than a minute. On the basketball court. Yeah. He's on it long enough to get scared. But Buffy the Vampire Slayer come out in 1992, and it's categorized as a horror slash comedy, and it was PG-13, and the film is one hour and 26 minutes long. <clears throat> and it was directed by, of course I would have to say this name, Fran uh-huh. Rubel. Kuzo. Kuzo. Sure. Sure, that's close enough for me. Works for me. All right, buddy. Randy, you ready to hit us up with that summary? I got you. <clears throat> Flighty teenage girl Buffy Summers learns that she is in her generation's destined battler of vampires. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's the, the other one's a novel. It's got four <laughs> chapters. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll read. No, I'm just like, I just like, I just like. You want to take a bathroom break while I read it? I mean, yeah, go ahead and do that. No, I'm playing. (laughs) All right, so I guess we're ready to go ahead and dive into this film, right? Dive, 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 dive. So anyway, we see and says Europe, the Dark Ages. Dum dum dum. And we see a young. What would you call her? She's not Buffy, but it's the same chick playing. This uh, peasant woman. Yeah, she's like the... I don't, I don't know if she's the first Slayer. Yeah. But... But Merrick is there. Yeah. And pretty much he tells her, one Slayer dies, the next is chosen. And he gives her like a stake. Well, then it cuts into... We see this cheerleading act, and now we see... Now we're up to date, 1992. We see Buffy, and she's with her cheerleader, uh, cheerleaders, 
And they're all doing this routine while the credits are rolling. Of course, the title, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, pops up. Uh, after the credits get done rolling, it says, Southern California, the light ages. Which I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And it was L-I-T-E. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting introduced to all of her friends. They're in the mall. Um, there's, let me see here. Of course, there's Buffy. And her friend Jennifer. And Kimberly. And Nicole. I think they call her Nikki in it. But they're all just in the mall. And just shooting the bull. And this is where when they started talking. Me and you were both like oh my gosh this is 90's. Which. (laughs) Girls at our school didn't talk like that. Yeah. But yeah you could tell it was 90's. Definitely. Like Valley girl. Which it was California too though. Yeah. Back in the 90's. So that made sense. Well, Buffy sees this yellow jacket in the uh, window of the store. She runs uh, She runs over to the window. She's like, wouldn't I just look great in this jacket? And they're all uh, like, go- uh, what, do you, what would you say? They're glocking over it or whatever. What was it? Gawking over it. Yeah, gawking. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I was like. No, that's a real word. Okay. It just sounds weird, don't it? Yeah. They're all looking at this yellow jacket. And I think one of them, I, I believe it was uh, actually uh, Kimberly. She's like, that was so yesterday. And then they all just kind of walk off, you know. And it's funny because Buffy's like, oh. And so you can't really tell who the leader is in that little group, can you? Well, it, it kind of seems like it's Buffy. Yeah, but, but everybody else is just kind of following. Uh, but anyway, um, they're getting into the um, elevator. And I guess they're going to see the film. And it's funny because they're all talking, having a good time. And as the doors are shutting on the elevator, Merrick, which we don't know his name yet, but he it showed a, a glimpse of him, you know, right before the credits are rolling. He runs up to the uh, elevator and he like slaps the elevator to keep the doors open. And it's funny because uh, Buffy goes, "Excuse much, rude or anything?" Yeah, <laughs> and and he just stares like a hole in her boy. He was just like, "Let me on this elevator." <laughs> <laughs> what kind of voice was that? Just <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned his voice there. Man, you gave me a headache. Oh, man. My eyes are watering over here. You gonna cut that out? No. <laughs> I that was funny. But anyway. He wheezed. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> Oh, it was just the way you said it. it was hilarious. <laughs> Dang, now you don't give me a headache. Anyway, so after the elevator door closes, now it cuts to them and they're all in the movie. Movies and they're sitting there talking, and I wouldn't be able to handle it. They're all four just oh, sitting no, there mm-mm. talking through this whole entire movie, and right behind them is Pike and Benny. And he's like, could y'all please shut up? And he actually like kicks the back of, I think it's Buffy's uh, uh-huh. seat. And she turns around and she throws popcorn at him. And uh, so now we know, okay, uh, Luke Perry is Pike. And what's his name? Is Benny? Benny? Uh, David Arquette. David Arquette. Oh, man. Dewey. It's Dewey. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, you know, just make sure. You know, because some people might not know him as Dewey. Right. Some people might know him like my brother from Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand it either. Hey, uh, 
as far as uh, Pike and Benny, have they already graduated? Like, are they out of school or they or what? I don't know because there's a scene where they're in a bar drinking. That's that, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So I don't know, maybe. Okay, well, I didn't. I didn't know they never even said they never really said if uh, they were older than them or if they were just dropouts or what. You know. So anyway, uh, but after the movie's over, uh, we get introduced to Buffy's boyfriend, uh, J- um, Jeffrey. And it's funny because uh, what's he got like a convertible or something like the tops down on it, mm-hmm. and in the passenger seat is his buddy Andy, and in the back seat there's a guy named Grueler. Grueler, and uh, Grueler gets out of the car. He takes off. He's gonna walk home, and Buffy comes over there and she like lays across uh, Andy's lap to start making out with Jeffrey. And it's funny because Andy's got his hand up, and he's got it right above her butt, and he's like circling her butt with his hand. And he's like, hey, Jeff, I, I'm not trying to be rude, man, but can I borrow her? <laughs> well, he's got her hand, his hand hovering right over her butt. Yeah. Like he's fixing to smack her. And uh, she gets kind of like, ugh, with it, you know. She starts to get up. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> Jeffrey goes, no, because you make her dirty, <laughs> which was stupid. And then he says, uh, I'll see you later, babe, because uh, in the actual movie, she tells her friends uh, when they were in the theater, that Jeffrey, the plan is for him to stay the night tonight because her parents are gone. Yeah. Anyway, he tells her, I'll see you later. And then as uh, she walks off, Andy's watching her. And he's like, he slaps the back of his head. Je- Jeffrey does. He's like, don't look at her. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Uh, it cuts to Grueler. He's walking off. He's, I guess he's like in this little, I just wrote down he's in a park. But it's got a. Uh, it's, like a it's like a carnival type thing. Yeah, but I and mean, had a merry-go-round. Yeah, but uh, that's what, but that's what I'm getting at, or like a carousel, not a merry-go-round. Yeah, uh, but he's walking, and he keeps hearing somebody hollering his name, and when he looks over, we get introduced to I, th- I think his name is uh, Amlin. Amlin. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Paul Rubin. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman. And he turns around, and he and Gorilla kind of looks at him, and he's like. Hey, man, I don't know who you are, but, you know, he's starting to run his mouth. And uh, Amlin's just sitting on top of this horse on, on the merry-go-round just watching him, you know. Can I just ca- say carousel, that, whatever. Can I just say that this is probably the only look I've ever seen Pee Wee Herman where I thought he looked cool. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I've never seen him in another movie where I thought, man, he looks cool. Oh, yeah. He had a swag in this one. Yeah. Until he died. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh... Well, it cuts to now, um, Buffy is, I guess she's uh, having nightmares, and of course, it's her being a peasant girl again, and it's back in the dark ages, and she's fighting all these vampires, and all of a sudden, this guy starts floating down from, uh, mm. in the city, he's like, or the town, he's coming down, and she kind of looks up at him, and she goes, uh, what's his name, Lothos? Yeah. And... He puts her in a trance. He like you know he's he got her locked eyes, which is a classic vampire thing. And right when he grab pulls her neck to the side, like he's fixing to bite her neck, she wakes up mm-hmm. in a cold sweat. Uh, so he was actually fixing to kill her. And like I said, right now you don't know if that's her or if that's what happened to the other girls, which we find out later. You know, um, what well, cuts to now. 
it's back to Amlin, and he's in this like layer, and he goes over to this casket and he's talking to Lotho, uh, Lothos, and he's like, uh, "Sleep, my master." He goes, "The time is coming," and all of a sudden we see a hand come up out of the casket, and he grabs the hand, gives it a kiss, and it goes back down. Well, now it cuts to, and I'll let you explain this if you don't mind. This is the part where all the girls are sitting around and they're talking about the theme of the dance. Mm. They're trying to figure out different themes for... Well, they walk outside of the school. Yeah. And they, they go up, there's this picnic table, and first of all, they do the whole, you know, popper the girl thing. With There was some girls sitting at the table and they kind of shoot them away. So they're over there and they're trying to pick different themes. And one of the girls is trying to be really serious with it, and she starts, you know, she's talking about the earth, and I don't remember what Buffy says. Um, dang it. Well, they're talking about, like, what, uh, what's, like, a big issue with the world. Yeah, so the, and the, Buffy's like, bugs? They, yeah, they go bugs, and they talk about, one of, somebody says the, the ozone, ozone layer. Yeah, the girl is taking it seriously, says, like, the ozone layer. And then the rest of them agree, and they're like, oh, yeah, we've got to get it out of here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, airheads, man. That's when the bell rings, and the administrator comes over there, which I love this dude's acting. Uh, and uh, what, his name was Gary Murray in the show, or in the movie, but his real name is Stephen Root. But he kills me because he's like, uh, the bell has rung? Like, you know. You're going to laugh when I tell him what I remember from. Well, go ahead. Home Improvement. I don't remember him Home Improvement. He played a, uh, what was it? A, uh, a wrote like a pest control guy mm-hmm. on Home Improvement. Yeah, it was a episode where they found a snake skin in the basement. Anyway. I remember him from <laughs> King of the Hill, and I remember him from uh, Dodgeball. And uh, Office Space. Never seen Office Space. And you've never seen Dodgeball either. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. You've probably seen the trailer and thought that was no. it. Yeah. No, I remember... Yeah, I remember some scenes. <laughs> I remember the wrench scene, for sure. That's in the trailer. Oh, no, I remember the whole thing. Oh, like, okay. I don't know, word for word, like some people, obviously. Right. Well, now, anyway, uh, it cuts through. They're in a bar, which that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why even the seniors are in the bar, you know. But uh, Kimberly walks in with that yellow jacket, the same one that Buffy wanted. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of tell that Kimberly... To me, it's almost like Kimberly wants to be the leader of the pack. She tries really hard. Yeah. But she walks in with a uh, leather jacket. Or not the leather. Yeah, well, it is leather, but a yellow jacket. And uh, Buffy goes, I thought that jacket was so yesterday. And she's like, yeah, but now it's retro. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, then, <laughs> now I did like this scene. Pike and Benny walk into the bar. And... Uh, they just sit at the bar for a second, and this waitress comes up, which is, what you say, Ricky Lake? That's her yep. name? She walks up, and she goes, what can I do for you guys? And they just take, like, all these change and, like, maybe a couple dollar bills, and they throw it on her little tray, and they're like... He's like, what does that get us? He's like, what does that look like? And she goes... She starts going through it. She's like, a beer, one hot dog with nothing, nothing on, on it. Nothing on it. And he's like, okay. You know? <laughs> and... uh they start kind of flirting with the girls. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, uh, it's funny because Luke Perry, I thought he did a good job in the film. Yeah. Luke Perry, uh, Pike, he's like, wait a minute, don't I know you girls? And they're all like, turn around and look at him, then they start laughing. He's like, yeah, you're the ones from the movies. We hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
the waitress brings over one beer and the hot dog. And as soon as she brings it over, uh, Benny grabs the hot dog out of the bun and uh, Pike grabs the bun. And, and takes a big old bite. Yeah, that's how they're going to split it, you know. Nothing but bread. I think Pike got shafted. Oh, yeah. Because Benny got the actual dog. Well, I don't know what all Buffy said to them, but it was funny because uh, Benny grabs that hot dog, and he's like, oh, yeah? He goes, I got something for you, and he may, puts it under where his crotch is, and she takes a knife and splits it in half. And he's like, oh, man, you ruined my hot dog. Like that. And for some reason, Pikes are spitting his bread out. I didn't understand why he did that. I didn't either. Well, it cuts to Pike and Benny, and they're drunk in a park. Like, to me, it's almost like a little make-out little uh, area. But they're walking along this side of this little cliff, and they're kind of like just cutting up, being buddy, best friends. And they both sat down. And it's funny because uh, Benny looks over the cliff, and he looks at all the rocks and stuff, and he's like, man, I think I'm a barf. And for some reason, Pike's like, hey, man. He goes, you know what? And he just like starts grabbing a hold of him. And I don't know if he didn't hear what he said. But he's talking about, like, it's okay, you know. I guess it's, he's telling him, like, it's okay, he can barf. Yeah. But out of nowhere, uh, <laughs> Pike falls over and lands on his back in the gravel. And I did think this was a pretty neat scene. As Benny's sitting there watching, because Benny kind of got uh, nauseous, out of nowhere behind Benny uh, comes, uh, what, what's his, what's the guy's name? Amlin. Amlin grabs his mouth, bites him on the neck, and just yanks him over the cliff. And as soon as he does it, uh, this whole time, Merrick is watching him. He just let it happen. Yeah. He's just like, well, good luck. He pulls up and picks up uh, Pike, and he's like, this is a dangerous spot to just be laying around. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, let's get you on. He goes, thanks, Mom. And he like puts him in the back of the <laughs> car and takes off, you know? Yeah, you could tell he was gone. Oh, he was out of it. Uh, after that, it cuts to now Buffy is doing gymnastics. And she's doing her little routine. I don't know. If, did they ever say if she was on like a... I know she said she used to take gymnastics, but was she on a team or was she just doing that for like exercise? Or well, she's a cheerleader, so I mean, they're going to do tumbling and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, she just said she was. In, she used to be in gymnastics. Well, the whole time Merrick is sitting there in the background watching her, and when she gets done doing her tumbling stuff, she turns around and she kind of freaks out. She goes, man, you scared me. He goes, "I, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. And she's like, uh, are you lost? Are you looking for somebody? And he goes, I, she, he goes, I'm looking for you. She goes, well, if, if it's if it's anything bad, I didn't do it. And he's like, no. And he, then he finally starts explaining to her in this scene uh, that he it's her birthright. And she's like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, is this where he tells her that he's trained uh, a lot of girls? Yeah, he pretty much tells her that she's a slayer. Mm-hmm. Like she was born to be a slayer, and he tells her about it, and then she was like talking about proof and and stuff like that. So he mentions some the mark, the, the mark on her, the mole, and she was like, "You mean that hairy mole? I had that removed a long time ago." When he when she says it, did you see his face? His eyes like, just kind of got wide. <laughs> he was like, "Not the mark." Yeah, go ahead. But then, <clears throat> then she goes on, or he goes on to ask about if she's had any dreams, mm-hmm. and then he starts describing dreams. Yeah, because she's starting to walk off by this time. Yeah, she's heading for the door. And that we actually actually had a, a moment, um, a couple of scenes before that, where she was asleep and she had a dream with Lothos and Amir mm-hmm. and Amlin and stuff. So he starts describing these dreams and every one of them she's had. And she even mentions his Lothos's name, or he does. 
And she immediately she's like, how do you know these things? Right. So that's when he's like, this is what I do, you know. And this whole time he's trying to tell her, I need you to go to the graveyard with me tonight. And she's like, yeah, right. Me go to a graveyard with you. I don't think so. Well, after he tells her all about her dreams <clears> and he, she even, he even says the guy's name, the Lothos. She finally agrees, and he's like, just meet me in the graveyard tonight. Well, it cuts to, they're walking to, uh, they're walking in the graveyard, and they're walking up to a certain grave, and he's like, here. And he gives her a cross and a stake. And she's like, what am I going to do with this? And uh, he tells her, he's like, you see this grave right here? It's Robert uh, Berman. And I th- did he say he just died? Like three days before. Yeah, and he was like, uh, on the news, they said he had wounds on the side of his neck where it looks like somebody had bit him. Anyway, uh, what, did, what did he say? We're just waiting for him to wake up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tells her, she's like, what are we doing? He was like, just wait for him to wake up. <clears throat> she actually sits down on a fresh grave and doesn't realize it. Like, yeah, and I didn't notice that either. But uh, as she's sitting down waiting, like you can tell time has passed a little bit. Uh... Well, out of nowhere, you can start hearing the coffin start getting, like, it's almost like he was scratching at the coffin. And both of them kind of sit up and look. Here comes uh, Robert out of the grave. And she gets the stake. She's fixed to go over there. Well, it was funny because as he's coming out, he jumps right on, um, what was the guy's name? Merrick. Merrick. And it's funny because Merrick's like, Buffet! <laughs> and they start rolling <laughs> to the side. Well, as she, uh, she's getting everything ready, this other grave that she was sitting on, a woman comes out of it. And starts. Uh, they start kind of tumbling. Well, finally, she does end up stabbing uh, Robert. I think she stabs him in the back. Don't she up through the heart? Yeah. Yeah, this is the first kill that there's no blood. Oh, is that like, it? It's just like the stank. The stank. Stank. The stank. The stake has like pink looking stains on it. And as she kills him... Uh, we see we get a shot from behind her. Here comes the woman. This lady bum rushing. <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny because Merrick's like Buffy, and he just tosses her another one. He goes behind you, and she stabs her in the heart. Yep. So now Buffy's kind of figuring out, okay, well everything that Merrick's been telling her is true. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you explain this one. You said this is one of your favorite scenes. It's Pike. It's now it's back to Pike's apartment. He's passed out on his uh, bed. So Merrick has already brought him home. He's asleep in his bed. So he wakes up and he hears like tapping, tapping, just like almost like a door knocking. <clears throat> he wakes up and he hears Benny's voice. So he walks over to a window. He walks over to the window and Benny's out there and he's like, where'd you go, man? And he, he's just like talking. He's like, man, aren't you going to invite me in? So he's going to like open it up but then Pike stops and he looks down and he notices and he remembers, I guess, that he's actually on the second floor. It's funny because he looks at me and goes, are you feeling all right? Yeah, because he was like, what's wrong? And he's like floating right there at the window. And Benny's just like flipping out. He's like, invite me in. I'm hungry. But it's funny because he's like, come on, Pike. Let me in. And (laughs) it's funny because he says, uh, come on. Come on, man. Let me in. And he goes, I'm hungry. And he goes, come on. You're floating, man. Get out of here. (laughs) You know, I I thought that was a pretty neat scene. But. He even asked him at one point, uh, Pike does, he goes, are you on something, man? He goes, no. He goes, I feel beautiful or something. And it just kind of flows to the side. Yeah, kind of like Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it cuts to uh, Buffy. She's getting ready for bed. And I don't get what the red bow is. I didn't at this scene. 
I think do later. Just, I think it's just something mm-hmm. that preppy people do to make themselves pretty. Well, no, it it shows it later. She's putting this red bowl in her hair. She goes to lay down, but like where she's laying down, where her pillow and everything would be, there's Lothos just sitting there or laying there, and she's like lays on top of him as he's setting up, and she's getting all comfortable. He hands her her teddy bear. She takes her teddy bear, and out of nowhere, boom, she just wakes up and it's another nightmare again. <clears throat> Uh, well, it cuts to now. Uh, Amlin has Cassandra. This is one of their friends, and he's sitting there like stroking her hair, and he's like, um, "Your time has come." You know, he's talking to her, and he's he's not really being like terrifying to her, like scary to her, but yeah, uh, he she's like, "Where am I?" He's almost being like seductive. Yeah, like he's trying to seduce her, and I know where she says, "Oh my God!" And Lothos is coming down from the ceiling. So now it cuts to uh, the girls' locker room, and Buffy's walking through, saying hi to everyone. She's about to get ready for the practice, and when she goes over to her locker, I know where we see Merrick is sitting there beside her, or across from her, and he's got his like arms up on the locker. And she turns around, she gets scared. She's like, "Oh!" She goes, "What are you doing in here? This is a naked. Uh, this uh, is a naked area, yeah, or something." And he's like, "I told you to meet me at so and so time," and she's like, "But I told you I had practice." And, just and went, I told you to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where she's finally like, look, I appreciate everything you're doing for me. And she goes, but I'm not the chosen one. And uh, a few other lines are said, but as he's, he's, he, he kind of plays it slick, he's like, okay. You know, and she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, it's fine. And as he turns around to walk off, he stops and looks at her, comes back around, and he goes, Buffy. And she turns around, and he chunks a knife at her face, and she catches it. Perfectly. Yes. She's like... You threw a knife at my head. But it's funny because how he claps, he's like, yeah, like, there you go. (laughs) And uh, he goes, yes, and you caught it. She goes, but you threw a knife at my head. He goes, yes, and only the chosen one would have been able to catch that. And she pulls it and she pulls that knife kind of on him. She's like, look, she goes, I don't want to be the chosen one. She said, I just want to graduate high school. I think she says, move off to California, marry Christian Slater and die. And and she's getting real (laughs) close to him with this knife. He kind of like sits down on the, well, actually he kind of gets pushed down yeah. or trips, whatever you call it, on top of this little bench area. And uh, I cannot remember what he says to her to make her get fired up. But he says something to her. She turns around and just socks him right in the face. Cocotton makes him slide back. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's got a little handkerchief and he always put it on his nose. And she's like, wow, I've never hit anyone before. And he goes, well. You did it perfectly. <laughs> She's like, I didn't even brick a nail. Yeah, and then it cuts off to that scene goes straight into uh, <clears throat> Buffy training montage is what I wrote. All it is is just him training her yeah. with the stakes, and she's doing gymnastics, hitting the punching bag. It's her karate kid moment. Yeah. You're the best around. <laughs> so, anyways, nah. I didn't. Mm, nah. <laughs> I do like this scene, though, uh, because during that montage, it shows the administrator, and he's watching out the window, and he sees that she's coming late for school. Well, now after the montage is over, Gary uh, Murray, that's the administrator, he's talking to Buffy, and he's really actually a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's not, like, hounding her or being mm-hmm. a jerk, but it's funny because he's talking to her about drugs and stuff because he's thinking she's on drugs, and he's like, you know, I went to a Doobie Brothers concert <laughs> back in the 70s, and he's like telling her that, you know, he got a little high and all this stuff. 
And it's funny because the whole time he's giving her a lecture, she gets she's watching this fly. And you see her pick up this thumbtack, she puts it in her mouth, and the whole entire time he's talking, she's focused on this fly, and all of a sudden she spits it out, and all of a sudden, boom, you hear it go, Tick, and it shows that she stuck it in the fly. And he just kind of looks over and looks back at her, and then it cuts to another scene. It's a very Karate Kid-like moment. Just imagine the chopsticks with the fly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but now it's cuts to Pike, and he's working at a... This is why I said I think he's already... Uh, been out of school because he's working at a mechanic yeah. shop and I'm guessing that's his uh, boss but he's talking to his boss and he's like telling him man I'm, I'm telling you man I'm leaving town and he says there are too many things that's been happening in this town and, and then he actually looks at him and says if I was you I would sell this place and move off mm-hmm. and as he's fixing to leave his boss is like hey Pike what do you want me to tell Benny if he comes around? what do you want me to do if Benny comes around he goes run <clears throat> so, ain't that what, that's all he says isn't it yeah pretty much he just Get, get out of Dodge. Uh, well, it shows Buffy now. It cuts to nighttime. She's walking down this alley. And you can tell it's kind of cold. You see the steam from the uh, streets. And she's just sitting there walking around. She's got her bag on. She's talking to herself. And we don't really know what she's doing until all of a sudden a vampire pops out. And she starts fighting this vampire. And she ends up killing him. And here comes uh, Merrick, and he's got a timer. It's like he was timer trainer. And it's funny because after she, after Merrick comes around the corner, she goes, uh, "I toaster caked him." <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know, it is what it is. I have no idea. But uh, this is the scene where he's talking, and he finally tells her that he uh, he has trained many girls, mm-hmm. and I think he says he's trained over a. Right at a hundred or over a hundred girls, he mentioned a hundred. Yeah. Um, this is the part where he mentions that when he's born, he instinctively knows that his job is to train slayers. Mm-hmm. So that's what when I when I said he was immortal, I'm like, I think that's what he's talking about. He might not say he might not necessarily not be able to die, but he just comes back. Well, as he's telling her all this stuff, uh, um, when he gets done telling her about his life he starts to walk not really walk off but he kind of goes the other direction and she says well what are you going to do after you've trained me and you're finally done with your mission he's like go to heaven i guess <laughs> you know yeah so it's kind of look kind of look like mm-hmm. he was looking forward to it didn't it yes yeah, it's, it's almost like he's ready to be like at peace like he's tired um so now we're back in uh we're back where pike He's on the side of his road, and he's trying to get his van started. And he's like, come on, baby. And he's trying to get it fired up. And all of a sudden, he looks behind him, and he sees two vampires walking up. Well, then when he gets his headlights going, he sees uh, Amlin is in front of him. And he's like, come on, now's not the time. And he's trying to fire it up. He gets it fired. He, he runs over the two in the back. And then he takes off in his van. Well, Amlin ends up getting on top of the hood. And there's this big old elaborate scene where he's trying to get Amlin off of his roof and he, you can hear him he's like get off my car dude <laughs> and uh right before uh they're fixing to hit this tree Amlin looks at it and he starts laughing well he flips up on top of the roof of the van and Pike is able to go around it and all of a sudden Amlin sticks his right arm through the uh no it's, it's his left arm ain't it mm, yeah left arm sticks his left arm through the roof trying to get a hold of uh, Pike. And it's funny because uh, all of a sudden we see Amlin's head look up and he's like, <gasps> like he's shocked. 
And Pike goes right underneath this branch and it knocks Amlin off the roof and uh, his arm comes down and lands in Pike's uh, lap and he takes the arm and just chunks it in the back of the van. <laughs> but he still ends up hitting a tree. Poor Amlin. And as uh, Pike gets out of the the van that he just wrecked, it's funny because Amlin comes around with those other two vampires and he goes, you ruined my new jacket. <laughs> and then he looks back at the other two and he's like, kill him. Kill him a lot. Kill him a lot. <laughs> and as he and I will say for uh, Pike not being a vampire slayer, he does pretty good. But he handles himself pretty good. That's Luke Perry, man. Luke Perry knows how to fight. Well, they start fighting, and I don't know where Buffy finally comes and saves the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he wasn't drunk, was he? I don't think so. No, because this is after he took off. But this is just him being. I guess he just wore out because uh, Merrick's like. Are you okay? And Pike's like, yeah, you know, you know what they say. Whatever, don't And he just falls. He yeah. faints. He's tired. Uh, you would be too if you had fight two vampires. Yeah. Uh, so this next scene, it's Buffy, and she brings Pike back to her house with her. And just to kind of keep him on the safe side. And this scene right here wasn't really a whole lot. All it was was her arms are kind of jacked up, bruised up. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's trying to get the gist. He's like, so you're a vampire slayer. And those are real vampires. And in a nutshell, she tells him, look, you can stay the night. You can sleep in the guest room. And he's like, no, I think I'll just stay right here. He's like leaning against the couch. And he's like, I'll make sure uh, the sun comes up. You know. But you could tell there's a little spark between both of them oh, yeah. in this. Because they're they're both seeing a side of each other they ain't never seen. Right. Uh and then it cuts to the next scene. Lothos is talking to Amlin, and he's like, he's pretty much chewing him out. He's like, I can't believe you uh, left the other two behind. <laughs> he's like, he took my arm. Yeah. So that that was just a quick scene, but uh, he's like, well, I'm fixing. He goes, I'm going to my chambers. And he goes, I need a little snack. And he reaches down and picks his cat up. And as he walks off, Amlin's kind of like hissing at him. Cause, you know, yeah, he's mad. <laughs> That's not a hiss. That's a growl. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, we're back at school now, and the girls are all walking in the hallway. And there's uh, Jeffrey and Andy, and Andy goes, "Ooh, I got to get me some of that." And he grabs a hold of Buffy's butt. <laughs> Big mistake. And she hip tosses him over. Which one thing, my guy, my good buddy is not gonna be touching my girl's butt. No, nah. I don't know what kind of relationship they had, but that ain't happening. No, I'd have, I'd have dropped them. <laughs> She flips him over, and she says, don't touch me. You know, like, she's she's legit. And Jeffrey is like, uh, you okay? She goes, I'm fine. I don't need your help. I can take care of myself. You know? She's so. dumpy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would be, too. Somebody just grab my butt. You want to explain this next scene? This is where uh, they're at the basketball team, and the grueler, uh, and grueler shows up. Oh, Lord. Go, team, go. Yeah. But they were like, where the hell have you been at? Like... <laughs> And he's there. You can tell he's a vampire. You can tell something's wrong with him. His ears are all jacked up. He's like, you can see his fangs. That's what, and see, that's what throws me off. Is like nobody can look at this guy in the middle of his basketball game and see that something's wrong with him. Right. Clearly his fangs are showing. <clears throat> so he gets out there. He sits on the bitch. And they, it's like he, he goes to call him in. And he's like, go in. He's taking his stuff off. He's going out on the court. So <laughs> he gets the ball. And he's running. He's not even like trying to play. 
Like, he's just, like, jumping at people, telling them to get up, like, scaring them, basically. He goes over and floats up to dunk the ball, <laughs> and he just slowly floats down. But you can hear him. I don't know if you've noticed it, but when he's floating down, you hear him go, that'll show him. And then he's like, mm-hmm, as he's coming down. So then the coach is like, you got to get him out of there. Or one of the uh, referees is like, you got to get him out of here. We can't have that. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? You can't have him, what, floating? Of course you can't have him floating. And this whole time... Buffy is realizing he's a vampire, and Merrick is in the audience watching too. Yeah, so he noticed, or Buffy notices it. He takes off running down the court. Well, then Buffy takes off running after him. Yeah, she's had enough. So she trips him. He gets up, hisses at her, takes off running out of out of the uh, gym. <clears throat> Buffy goes chasing after him, and Merrick jumps up, hollering for her. And he's like, "She was like, he knows me. He knows who I am." And she takes off after him. He goes running out the door. And um, there's this guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got guys outside with motorcycles, basically. Yeah. He runs out and just runs past them. Well, she runs by all the guys on the bikes. And one of them's like, hey, you want to feel something powerful between your legs? And she was like, yeah, I do. She runs over, steals one of the bikes. Drops a dude on the ground. Takes off on his Harley. I don't know if it was a Harley or not. But I mean, Probably. I just assume. Yeah. So, so she's chasing him on the bike. Well, she ends up driving past Pike while he's working on his little dirt bike. Mm-hmm. He flips, gets on his bike, and turns around and follows her. And uh, she follows Grueler into an alleyway where he jumps over a fence, and she's got to turn around. She's like, Grueler! Yeah, it's just like, weird. But it's funny because as uh, right when she realizes where he goes and then like this little, I don't know if you call it an abandoned... Circus band in carnival. Like. She jumps off the bike and lets it just hit the wall. Mm, it's painful. And then she runs over there and it's funny because she's looking. And remember, he told her that her her pains, like she's having PMS, will let her know when vampires is around. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, good. So my PMS is my strong point, or something like that." Remember, she said that earlier. Yeah. Well, she you see her holding her side. She's starting to hurt. And out of nowhere, this thing comes at her, and she falls, and she hits her head. And it's funny, because Grueler gets over, and he goes, ha-ha, did someone get an ouchie? <laughs> I like that, you know? And she's like, Grueler, it's me. She's like, you remember? She goes, you drunk all the, uh, I think she says, like, the blue snops or something at the party and threw up all over my mom. Yep. And uh, as she gets up, Pike runs over there out of nowhere. He shows up, and he actually ends up stabbing uh, Grueler in the back. Uh, with a spike through her chest. So, uh, now, Grueler is gone. And now, for the first time, uh, Buffy gets to meet uh, Lothos. Lothos shows up, and he's got Amlin with him. And it's funny because, excuse me, uh, Lothos is talking to Buffy, and he's like, I didn't expect to uh, meet this soon. And he's already talked to her. He's locked eyes with her. So he's kind of like already drawn her in under the spell. And this whole time, Merrick is coming around the corner. And Merrick's getting that daggum spike out or a knife, whatever. And he's fixing to start chucking it. And it's funny because uh, he goes, uh, isn't that right, Merrick? <clears throat> and Merrick realizes. He was like, he almost got caught. Yeah. Like a little kid that got caught in the middle of something. He's like, oh. Yeah, and he puts it down real quick, but it's funny because Pike comes over and he's like, hey, am I the only one that's got a problem with this? Yeah. And Hamlin comes over there and he's like, 
shall I kill him now? And he's like, hey. He goes, uh, Pike goes, come on, Lefty. You remember what happened last time you messed with me? <laughs> and it's funny because uh, Hamlin grabs him with his right arm, and he goes, yeah, I do. And then the whole time he's picking up, you can hear uh, Pike. He's like, oh, oh shoot. shoot. But he says the other word, of course, <laughs> and just gets chunked over in his pile. <clears throat> uh, but he still has Buffy in his trance. Like, cause, you know, she was just walking up to him. Yeah. And right before he's fixing to bite her on the neck, this is where uh, Merrick walks up. He's like, no! And he goes to stab Lothos. Well, Lothos grabs the uh, spike or knife, whatever he had. Dagger. Oh, was it a stake? Mm-hmm. And puts it in Merrick. And they kind of just like snaps Buffy out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now what okay maybe you you caught this after he stabbed Merrick and he leaves him and Amlin's leaving it's funny because Amlin's like we're leaving we're not eating he goes no he goes and he gets mad he runs off as Merrick's dying in Buffy's arms what is he telling her something about music and all that I don't remember he was talking about silence like when the music stops you'll know or when the when there's silence or, or something because apparently Lothos has a thing with music. Yeah. So it, it's just he's like you'll know you're ready when the, when there's silence or something like that. Yeah. I, I I didn't really like put it together. I didn't either at that time. Now later on, like closer to the end, she makes a comment about it about the silence. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, well, after he passes away, it's kind of got this little sad scene where they're back at uh, Merrick's place, and she's looking at all of his stuff. She's crying, and uh, Pike's right beside her. You know, he knows she's upset. Well, then it cuts to the next morning, and it shows all of Buffy's friends, the girls. They're all getting everything made uh, for the dance. Now, this isn't the prom. This is just a dance, right? Yeah, it's just a uh, weird dance. And she comes in, and they kind of this is this scene's really quick. It's just pretty much the girls are telling Buffy, "You've changed." Uh, and Buffy's like, "What do you mean?" And she, they're like, "This should be the most important thing to you right now." And Buffy's like, "Are y'all not realizing all these people are dying around us?" So you can see where Buffy's heads at, and where the girls are heads are at, and they finally just kind of all get up and walk off, pretty much saying, "We're choosing this over you." Well, it cuts to Buffy. She's walking down the sidewalk. It's at nighttime. And Pike's on his dirt bike, and he's like, hey, Buff, wait up. And he catches up to her, and he's like, where are you going? She goes, shopping. He goes, cool. He goes, I need some new Allen wrenches anyway. He goes, you need anything? And she's like, a dress. He goes, a dress for what? She goes, the dance. And he goes, the dance? And she goes, yes, I'm going to the dance. And he's like, why? He's like, there's vampires out here. And, you know, he's trying to give her this spiel. And she turns around and looks at him. She goes, look, I don't want to be this slayer. She goes, I just want to go to the dance, have some fun with my friends. And uh, he's like, that w- that's not what Merrick would want. And she's like, Merrick's dead. And it's funny because he's like, What's he? when she when she says Merrick's dead, he's kind of like, that's low. Or something like a low. That was harsh. Or, yeah, something like that. And uh, they kind of get into it. She goes, so just leave me alone, Pike. She walks off. He goes, he goes, fine, go ahead. He goes, uh, I'm not upset, I'm angry. And he like spins his dirt bike, takes mm-hmm. off. And we see this photo booth take a picture. All of a sudden, it's Benny. And he comes out and he's like, Buffy? And then all of a sudden, it shows... He walks off, it shows all the pictures, the Polaroid that were taken. And he's not in there, of course, because yeah. 
Vampires have no reflection. They don't? No. It cuts to now. Amlin is, and Lothos are talking about uh, get attacking. And Lothos kills because he's like, no, we're going to wait till Saturday. And, he, and Amlin's like, why? He goes, because I want to dance. I want to dance. They start laughing, uh, cutting up. And then it cuts to Pike and Buffy are getting ready. <coughs> Excuse me, Pike sitting there shaving, uh, doing his hair, all this stuff, and Buffy is getting ready, like she's putting her dance or her uh, dress on. Just quick little montage, just showing you what they both got going on. Well, now we're here finally at the uh, night of the dance, and Buffy shows up looking hot. She does look hot. She walks in and she goes straight to her friends. She's looking around at first, but she goes to her friends. She's like, "Hey, has anybody seen Jeffrey?" And they all just kind of start laughing. And she's like, what? And she's like, he's over there. When she turns around, she's like, Jeffrey. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's like, it's the dance. I thought we were going to go together. He goes, I'm here with Jenny. And Jenny ends up coming over there. And she was the goofy one in the group. Yeah. And he's like, you knew this wasn't going to uh, work. And she's like, what do you mean? He goes, didn't you get my message? She goes, you broke up with my machine. <laughs> and uh, anyway, pretty much. They're split up. She walks off, and Pike ends up showing up at the dance. Got his hair slicked back, leather jacket. Coming in looking all James Dean. Yeah. And he sees her. He spots her over there uh, by the cardboard uh, jungle is what it looks like. He walks over to her, and he taps her on her shoulder. When she spins around, he goes around the wall and pulls out a a fake flower and hands it to her. And he was like, can you forgive me? He goes, I'm here to dance with you you know like mm-hmm. finally you realize okay he's got a thing yeah well they actually end up getting on the dance floor and they they slow dance and they end up making <clears> out <throat> well kissing whatever you want to call it but you knew it was going to happen anyway oh yeah it's bound to happen right so all of a sudden out of nowhere we we can see it from uh, somebody's eyes they're hopping the fence to come to the dance and I know where these vampires are attacking the dance. They break through the glass. They're reaching for people. And five of them end up opening the door. They don't come in. Yeah. And she says, uh, Buffy says, um, uh, it's okay. They can't come in because nobody's invited them. And then Kimberly's like, I did. And she's like, what? And she goes, what? They're seniors. <laughs> and the five uh, vampires are like, we want her. We want Buffy. And they're like, send Buffy out or we'll come in. Yeah. So Buffy's getting, uh, Buffy's got her bag, but she don't have anything in it. And uh, Pike, he's like, one of us came prepared, and he's like handing her all the stuff, and she tells him to stay inside. She goes out, and pretty much just starts kicking butt. She takes can't, off. Can't forget that's where she gets her leather jacket. Oh yeah, because Pike, Pike throws her his leather jacket. Yep. She's had her dress ripped off. <coughs> I mean, she's still got like. Like a skirt, almost. Yeah. But now she's got that leather jacket on. But she takes off outside, and they start fighting, but then she realizes there's more than just five of them. Fun fact. Did you know one of those vampires outside was Seth Green? No, I did not. Yep. He cool. was in it for, like, three seconds. That's cool. I, I remember reading it, and then I kept, while we were watching it, I was trying to find him, and I couldn't find him. Um, well, she's fighting him. She's doing a pretty good job. She takes off running, and she jumps over the big fence. And as she's running through the parking lot, she sees Jeffrey and Jenny in the back seat, and they're fixing to start, you know, shebanging. That didn't take long. Yeah, that's what she says. That didn't take long. <laughs> uh, well, she she runs off, and uh, Amlin out of nowhere attacks Buffy, 
and uh, he just keeps ki uh, kicking her, like in the stomach. He knocked her down, he starts kicking her. And uh, it, I love it because he's kicking her, and then it cuts to this, uh, the vampires are in the gym now, like actually in the dance, and there's a DJ mm -hmm. on their dance, or do, doing some music, and I know where this vampire comes up, and the DJ takes off running, and it's the way this vampire listens to the music, and he starts shrugging his shoulders, and yeah, he got into it. Oh yeah, he did. Flicking, he was, his, flicking his tongue and everything. He was like, screw killing people. He was just going to play some music. Well, there were vampires on the floor dancing. Yeah. Like, not killing anybody. They were just dancing. Um, I think music has a lot to play with it. Mm -hmm. Like, has a lot to do with this group of vampires. Uh, well, then now, Benny's there. He shows up, and he grabs Pike and throws him against the wall. And as Pike's sitting on his butt after he knocked him down, Benny comes up and he goes, come on, come on, fight like a man. He does the cowardly line. Yeah. I thought that, Come on. I thought that was really good. They start fighting. Uh, and they cuts back now to Amlin. It's still, like, just beating the crap out of Buffy. Well, she takes off running. And she ends up going down to, I said, like, this little basement. I don't know where they're not even. Are they in the school? I think so. It was like a broiler room or something. Well, she goes down in there. And the whole time, Amlin, you can hear him talking. And all of a sudden, he comes up behind her and he goes, uh, feeling less than fresh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, they start fighting and she's, she's sitting there trying to stab him. She's fighting him and he goes, come on, you know, we're immortal. He goes, uh, we can do anything. And she goes, oh yeah, clap. <laughs> Cause he's missing his arm. And I was nowhere. Um, uh, Lothos is over there and he's playing his violin and he's just sitting there looking and he's smiling at both of them. And Amlin looks over at Lothos and smiles and Lothos looks at him and smiles, but he shakes his head. No. I know where she stabs him in the heart. Best killer of the whole movie. Yes. And uh, Amlin's like, oh, what does he say when he grabs it? He, uh, he's, uh, I think he looks at her and he goes, you're going to regret doing that. Yeah. And then he falls down and you can hear him going, <laughs> and he gets back up and he's going, <laughs> uh. stops, looks at her. He stops and looks at her. Not making a face at all. She she's still looking at him. Then he goes, huh, huh. <laughs> slides down to his butt and puts his boot against the wall and just starts going <laughs> like kicking the wall like it's hurting that bad. And then and but the whole time Lothos is laughing. <laughs> That's what made it for me. Oh. After he's like kicking his feet, he's like he's just, <sighs> falls over. Yep, and dead. <laughs> that was it. Best kill of the whole movie. You're gonna wish you died. Pee-wee Herman, this is probably one of the best like acting jobs I've ever seen from Paul Rubin. That and Blow. He was great in Blow, too. I forget he was in Blow. Yeah. I really did. He was really good in Blow. But it cuts now to uh, Pike and Benny are sitting there fighting. And uh, Lothos, this is where it is, uh, Lothos pulls that red ribbon out. So that's where the red ribbon come from. Yeah. And he kind of wraps it around her head and he pulls her neck. He's fixing a biter. He's got her in that trans again. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it cuts back to Pike and Benny, and they're fighting. And Pike grabs Benny and slams him into the circuit breaker. All the electricity starts sparking and everything, and it cuts the music off. As soon as it cuts the music off, right before Lothos bites her on the neck, she raises her head up, and she's like, the music stopped. And she takes that ribbon and just like kind of pulled away from her neck. And she's like, that's exactly what Merrick said. And he's like, what? You know, Lothos is like, what's going on? Like, he's realized she's gotten out of his spell. Yeah, and the whole time he's like, look at me. Look at me. He's just trying to get her to turn around and look at him. And, uh, anyway, she, uh, they both stand up and he grabs her by the shoulders and he's pretty much threatening her. He's like, I don't remember what he says, but, uh, she pulls out the cross. And he's like, oh, you really think that's going to stop? And he grabs it and lights it on fire and he's like your weak little faith and she goes no my fashion sense and sprays the hairspray in this uh with the fire and it catches his face on fire and he takes off she takes off running back to the dance and he just kind of waves his head like he's got waving his hair around yeah all fancy yeah and it's funny because she runs back to the uh dance and all of a sudden it cuts to the dance and there's the administrator detention detention <laughs> he's walking over to all these vampires dead bodies detention 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 then he walks over one he's like detention detention <laughs> he's like i think i got them all oh no there's one yeah he, he, he was <laughs> uh, it's funny because he was uh when they all and that's one thing we didn't bring up when uh they all five when the uh when they started attacking they're like bring buffy out or we'll come in that's where he's like, no, I got detention slips and don't think I'm afraid to use them. <laughs> that did kill me. But anyway, uh, Buffy comes back to the dance. And uh, it's funny because uh, Kimberly, she's like, no, she's here. That's the one they want. She's here. And the administrator walks up and just grabs her head and shoves Bow. it against. <laughs> Knocks her out. Yeah, shoves it against the uh, the wall. And she just slides down the wall. <laughs> Eyes all crossed. Uh, they do Hillary Swank dirty in there. They did. Well, Lothos comes to the dance, and it's funny because when he comes to the dance, uh, the administrator's like, <clears throat> that is definitely not a student. This will take her breath away. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy and Lothos are fighting. She gets, like, the uh, the flagpole. They're fighting. Uh, he's got a sword, don't he? Oh, yeah. Katana. They're sitting there going at it. And it's funny because Pike jumps on uh, Lothos. He's like, I got him! <laughs> and Lothos takes him. And spins him around, and right before he flips, or yeah, he flips him off, and then he picks him up, and you can hear me goes, "Well, I had him," and he just chunks. <laughs> I was like, Luke Perry did a good job. Oh yeah, yeah, he really did. He chunks uh, Pike, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know where Lothos walks over to her, and boom, she slams the thing in her, or she slams the spike into his chest, and he looks down, and he goes, "Now I'm really pissed," and then she. Uh, karate kicks it in further into his chest and it's funny because he looks at her he goes oops and he oops. just falls down and as he falls down he does a classic vampire thing where his cloak kind of covers him covers him yeah um well now Pike or Pike's laying there he's he's knocked out she goes over Buffy goes over to him and she sits on him she's like Pike Pike and he wakes up he goes are you okay and she goes yeah i'm fine are you okay he goes i can't move my legs she says why and he goes because you're sitting on them <laughs> uh anyway when she laughs she kind of gets off of him for a second and he sets up and he goes did i do all that because you know it was just a mess she's like no i did no yeah and he goes did you do all that and that's when she's like yeah i did uh so 
you know, pretty much they both actually save the day if you want to get no. technical oh, yeah. with it. Well, after they're all getting up and getting ready, Pike looks at Buffy and he's like, you know, he goes, I still uh, owe you that dance. And she kind of smiles. He goes, let me guess, you want to lead? She goes, no. And he leads. They dance for a minute. Well, then it cuts to now they're on his uh, dirt bike or on a motorcycle. She gets on the back of the motorcycle and they kiss and then they drive off into the sunset. Not sunset, the sunrise. I was going to say it was sunrise. Yeah. All this happened overnight. So, yeah. So they're riding off into the sunrise and credits start rolling and that is it for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, so sweet. So, that being said, you know what time it is? What time is it? Yeah, it's 9.30. It's time for the pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Who's first? Doesn't matter. You went first last time. Okay. I'll go first this time. All right. This movie's hot garbage. It's terrible. No, I'm just playing. Um, so, like I said, it has been a very long time. I honestly can't tell you the last time I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I knew there was comedy in it. I didn't know that the entire movie... I didn't remember that the entire movie was comedy. Um, that being said, I know we've had movies like this before where I judge it more on comedy than I do horror. Yeah. Because other than the vampires and the deaths, <coughs> yeah. this was a comedy movie for me. Well, just like just, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do most of my judging on that, not the horror aspect. movie was hilarious. The the two people that stole the show from me were Paul Rubin and then Luke Perry. Because to me, they had the best acting. Yeah. Uh, Donald Sutherland had the good, ominous acting. And I always liked Donald Sutherland. I don't think they had the best acting. I mean, they did, but you get you can't... Buffy had the great acting. She was a good actress in it, too. She played the ditzy role. She, okay, yes. Her her ditzy role was played perfect. Yeah. The only reason I wasn't going to say her is because it was getting on my nerves to a point. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> As most of them girls' is acting was doing. But Luke Perry, Paul Rubin, and Donald Sutherland, for me, were the three catchers as far as acting goes. Right. Um, Beth Death. Best death in the entire movie was Paul Rubin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just... It's, ah, it's <laughs> yeah. great. It's, like I told you, the two scenes that I remember the most were David Arquette flying and then Paul Rubin dying. Right. Um, <clears throat> it was a whole lot cheesier than I remember it being. <laughs> yeah. But then again, this was like early 90s. I got to take that into consideration. It was... You have to think of what... And it wasn't... The movie wasn't made to be like... Uh, the Dracula movies that we you know come to Bram Stoker's Dracula and it wasn't made to be like that. No, I think IMDb ended up giving like five, five point six. So it was it, it's almost B rated, but it's cult classic. Yeah, you know it's one of those you think of vampire movies, you think of Bram Stoker's Dracula and Nosferatu and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's because it, it's become iconic. As you know, there's a lot, and a lot of people don't, I guess, realize it. A lot of B-rated horror movies come, you know, come to be cult classic movies because they're not necessarily famous when they released. They didn't do like amazing in the box office or anything like that. But over time, people go to appreciate them. Right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is one of them. Um, I definitely like the, the the. It's just the comedy in it, man. 
Like there's too many there's too many Luke Perry one liners. Oh yeah. Like like at the very end of it where he <coughs> says, I got him, I got him. He's like, Well, I had him. Yeah. You know, it's just the the one liners kinda set off his character. Mm-hmm. Like he just do does a great job. I, I enjoyed the movie. I really did. I like I said, it's been forever since I seen it, but I did still enjoy it. Um as a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Um so with that being said, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Okay. I definitely think you ought to check it out. If you're a fan, if you're a vampire fan, you got to add to your collection. Even if it's not one of those that you watch on a regular basis, I definitely think it's one to have uh, and hold on to. And I'm going to give it a B. Right on. I'm going to give it a B. Well, like I said, I enjoyed the film. Uh, I always have liked it since I first seen it. And I'm like you. It's To me... <clears throat> When I can put a movie in and and it's got uh, memorable spots in it mm-hmm. where I can quote it, to me that makes it a good movie. Yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, the best death was what's his name? Paul Rubin. Yes, that's his death. Or that's his best scene to me. That's the best death scene. Uh, I did like the story. Yep. Yeah. I did like the story. I thought that was pretty unique. Uh, I, I, I wish they would have played into the backstory a little bit more. Other yeah. than her just being a rebirth slayer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, normally I say that an hour, uh, I say an hour and a half is just right. But I would have I would have liked to see the few extra minutes just to kind of explain a little more. Well, but see, I get what they go ahead. For, for me, as far as the time length goes, I don't think the time length was such a bad note. I feel like they drew out. There were a lot of scenes that were drawn out that they could have done something else with. Yeah. You know, I, just certain scenes that either certain scenes that just didn't add anything to it, or just scenes that were drawn out. Right. Uh, but Luke Perry's one-liners, um, how he played that character, um, I thought the main girl did a wonderful job as uh, Buffy. You just liked her because she was hot. She is hot, but I mean, I still <laughs> think that she's a good actress, though. Yeah. Um. Other than that, man, like I said, I, I've always enjoyed the film. And you're going to say I'm copying you. Yeah, I knew you were going to do it. But I'm going to give it a thumbs up. i got to give it a thumbs up because I still enjoyed it, watching it after all these years later. Uh, And honestly, I don't even care if you're not a vampire because I'm not a big vampire guy. I would say add it to your collection if you like like horror comedy. It's almost satire. Yeah. Yeah, if if you're you're a comedy fan in general, it's, it's one to add to your collection. Yeah, for sure. It's, so, it's it's a good satire comedy. You know, it's not playing against like it's not trying to make fun of Bram Stoker's Dracula or nothing like no. that. No, but it's a satire type movie. And I love when and there's another thing I've always liked the character Grueler when he was a vampire. Because that was another part with like that little ha ha. Somebody get it ouchie. I like that. <laughs> go team go. Yeah. So I'm giving it a thumbs up. I think you should add it to your collection. Yes, it's a little cheesy, but the film was made in 1992, and... I was six. Come on. Yeah, and I'm going to give it a B as well. Copycat. Yep. It don't get... It, it ain't it ain't good for a B plus. Nah. Uh-uh. But I will say a B because, like I said, I think it's one of the movies that you can just sit down and you can still have a good time watching. Oh, yeah. So that's our review on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and... Uh, I think you're pretty excited for the next couple we're doing. Oh, man. August is going to be a good one. So, in August, uh, Randy's actually the one that picked them out. 
we are going to be doing, I think this is the first time we're actually doing part one <clears> and then part two of something. Normally we do part one and then a remake. And a remake, yeah. Which we have the option on this one. But September, or uh, August is going to be, is it the 20th? Uh, is August 28th, I think is what it was. Don't quote me on it. Oh, yeah, for the sequel? Yeah. So uh, Pet, yes. Pet uh, Cemetery 2 came out in 1992, August 28th. Yeah. So it's going to be the 30-year reunion for Pet Cemetery 2. So, obviously we all know that Pet Cemetery had a remake a couple of years ago. But, I think it makes more sense, if you're going to do Pet Cemetery 2, just do the original with it. Right. And we can catch up on Pets, the, the remake on Pet Cemetery. So, August... Honoring Pet Cemetery 2's anniversary, we're going to be doing Pet Cemetery 1 and Pet Cemetery 2. Yes. The two originals. And it has been a long time since I've seen Part 2. <clears throat> oh, I love it. it. I haven't seen them in a while, but those are movies that I, I watched growing up many times. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's those, <coughs> it's like Mrs. Doubtfire, it's embedded. So which one are you wanting to uh, do? The first one or the second one? I'll do the second one. Okay. I'll do, I'll do the second one. All right. And I think, honestly, uh, I know everybody loves the first one, and I haven't seen it in so long. I love the first one, but honestly, I think I like the second one better. That's what I was going to say. But that first one, dude, to this day, still creeps <clears throat> me out. It's the kid. No, it ain't the kid. It's the twisted sister. Oh, that one scene. Yeah. 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 But anyway, we'll get into that next I'm time. I'm glad you get to describe that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, our next episode will be the original Pet Cemetery. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And always uh, leave us a comment, review on anywhere you can find our uh, podcast, social media, Twitter, we're at Small T Horror Pod. Uh, Instagram, we're at Small Town Horror Johnny underscore Randy. And Facebook, Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Which we don't never get anybody on Facebook. Yeah, it's mainly Twitter and Instagram, I think. Yeah, it is, and I'm okay with it. And you can visit somewhere. And you can always email us any questions or any requests at smalltownhorrorjrpod at gmail.com. I think you take a character off of the email every week, <laughs> just make, so it seems shorter. I say it quicker if you don't notice. <laughs> this will take its breath away. Yeah, but anyway, with that being said. Uh, as always, guys and gals, remember to always stay scared, stay spooky.